All right. Now, let 2013, the year of our Lord. You know, I was talking to someone, they asked me, what's the title of your message? So I said, well, I'm going to be talking about uh, 2013 and this new year that we're launching into this Sunday. And just, you know, title will be 2013, the year of our Lord. <clears throat> and I kind of thought to myself, well, uh, I, I jokingly, I said, what I'm going to actually do on, on Sunday morning is I'm going to get up there and I'm going to predict when the world's going to come to an end in 2013. You know, it was tried so often in 2012 and they, you know, the folk that tried it in 2012 kept failing. Maybe I'll have a shot at it and try it as well. No, that's not what I'm going to be doing this morning. I'm not going to be predicting when the world is going to come to an end in 2013. But what I am going to be challenging us with, challenging you with, challenging me with, is what does God have for us in 2013? What is God wanting of us in 2013? You know, there's something very exciting about something new, right? New clothes, new car, new home, new year. You know, I'm sure you knew I was going to ask you this question before the morning was out. But I, so just let me ask the question of you. Have you made a New Year's resolution? Probably more importantly, have you kept your New Year's resolution? What New Year's resolutions have you made? I'd, I'd love to hear some of them. I'm going to invite you. Shout out to me this morning. What New Year's resolution have you made? Anybody? Don't be, don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. What New Year's resolution? I know you've made some. What was that? <laughs> Pay attention during service. Yeah, that's a good New Year's resolution. Oh, my goodness. Now, your tithe has to be 20% from now on. <laughs> Anybody else? What New Year's resolutions have we made? Anybody? I heard one over here. Have more patience. Anybody want to put that on their list? Uh-huh. Anybody else? Seek God's blessings. All right, great New Year's resolution. How many of you have got somewhere in your mix of New Year's, New Year's resolutions, you've put the one in, God, I want to pray more. I want to give more time to prayer. Anybody put that one down? Maybe? Of course, there's the one that we all do on every New Year. <clears throat> After our Christmas time where we've eaten cookies, and more cookies, and more cookies, and more cookies. And that's the New Year's resolution to lose some weight, right? Whoops. We're always looking to try and lose more weight. Patience, forgiving. You know, I, I know that God is not, doesn't base his blessings on the calendar year. I don't think that God looks through the new year and the end of the year. And yet his word, it's amazing to see how much in his word. He talks about the old being gone and the new coming. What has happened and what is in front of us and what he desires of us. The word of God has a lot to say about that. You know, 2012, in the history books, for many of you, it may have been a good year. For many, it may have been a difficult one. Maybe uh, some of you lost a loved one in 2012. I know some of you have. Maybe you lost a loved one, a mother, a wife, a father, a husband, a friend passed away and died. Maybe some of you experienced divorce, a separation, an abandonment. Something that happened in your life that was a very difficult thing in 2012. For some of you, maybe you lost a job. Downsized. Maybe you got fired. 
Maybe the economy and the business that you're in has just taken a, a drop. And, you know, I had someone say to me after the first service that uh, they've had, owned a business for many, many years. And they said for the, this is the very, this past year, 2012, was the first year in their business that they ran at a loss. Maybe you've lost health, sickness, depression. Maybe some sort of addiction that you've been trying to shake and, it, and it's been a real struggle for you. And this past year, you've lost that. Maybe some of you this morning are, are really upset and bummed that you missed out and we missed out on the world coming to an end in 2012 with all the predictions that we had that it was going to happen. You know, I don't know who got it mixed up. 21st of December was supposed to be the last one. I don't know how many predictions we're going to have in 2013 that the world's going to come to an end. Maybe some of you were freaked out in 2012 because of the election. I would say to you personally, for me personally, 2012 was not a good year. Not a vintage year for me. Many different reasons why I found that 2012... I'm more than happy to see 2012 in my rearview mirror. I'm more than happy to. Many different reasons. And looking forward to what God has in store for 2000. No matter what your situation was in 2012. Alright? I want to say this to you. In all of this, whether 2012 was a good year... Or a bad year, you and I have much to be thankful for. And we need to take time to thank God for what we do have. I've invited, I've asked two of our leaders, our men, to, to, to come, and I'm going to ask them to go ahead and come. I've asked them to come this morning, right at this time in our message, to just share and to pray a prayer of thanksgiving for the past year. You see, many times we do, and hopefully you've had an opportunity to do just that. That you've had an opportunity to pray and, and thank God for the, the year that, that you've, you've come through. For the good, the bad, and the ugly. But an opportunity here to thank God for His grace. Thank Him for His forgiveness. Thank Him for faith. Thank Him for family. An opportunity here to just thank God for the previous year. So I've asked these two guys to do that. And we're going to start with Randy. Would you go ahead and lead us in prayer, Randy? Thank you, Jesus. Father, it is a privilege and an honor to be able to come before the throne of grace as your children come and reflect on the things that you have done in our lives. Lord, we thank you that the things that are unseen, you were there. The things we may have never known, your hand was upon us. Lord, I thank you for the power and grace that is ours in Christ Jesus. We thank you for your love, your mercies, And Lord, no matter what we have gone through, no matter what you have taken us through, we know that it was for us to be able to run to you, to have the faith that we grow in our faith. Lord, I thank you for your grace and your mercy, your love and your provision. And Lord, we do not look at the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen, and we give thanks. Father, Thank you for 2013. We thank you that we can run to you. And Lord, I thank you that you have purpose and a plan for us. And Lord Jesus, you've given us steps to follow in. And I thank you that we will make a choice to follow those steps, to follow your word, that we can be all that you want us to be. In Jesus' name. Dear Father, I thank you for 
thank you for this new year, and I thank you for your grace and your mercy and your willingness to put up with us when, when we really don't uh, deserve a second chance. And thank you for all the blessings that we had in 2012, and <clears throat> I just pray that we'd be able to look back and reflect on, even though bad things may have happened to us or our family or people in this country or around the world, Father, but nothing happens without it passing through your hands, Father. And we know that all things work to, uh, for the good of those that are called according to your purpose. And, Father, I just pray that you give us the strength and the grace to make it through these situations and that we would see <clears throat> that uh, part of the struggle here is to make us stronger, Father, and that, uh, you know, without uh, struggle we cannot get stronger and without needing a, mer- or a, uh, a miracle we, we would never see those, Father. And I just pray that we would see your hand in every situation good, bad, indifferent, Father, that uh, we know that you're sovereign and nothing passes uh, by us that hasn't gone through you first, Father. And I just pray that you would give us the ability to see, you know, the the good coming through it, uh, even though physically or in our own eyes we cannot see it, Father. And I just thank you for your, your grace to give us another year, uh, an opportunity uh, to show your 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 love to other people, Father. And I, I pray that we would hide your word in our heart that we may not sin against you, Father, and that uh, that we would be a light for those around us, that uh, even in dark times, Father, that um, we would have the uh, the joy that comes only from you in, in situations, Father, and that uh, you would be glorified. And we just thank you for this country and the ability to to worship freely, Father, and we just pray that we would not take that for granted and that we, would, we as a people would stand up again and, and uh, take this country back for you because it was founded on your principles, Father, and we just pray that you would have grace upon this country again and lead our, our uh, leaders in this country and help turn their hearts towards you so that we as a people would be able to honor you again, Father, and we just thank you for all your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy, his love endures forever. We need to be thankful. Again, whatever your experience was of 2012, whatever the struggles you may have had, whatever good you may have experienced, that we are to be thankful. Be thankful for all that he has and God has planned and purpose for us. The psalmist said it in this way. Psalm 65 verse 11. In the New Living Translation. He talks a little bit about this. The psalmist said. You crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard paths overflow with abundance. You see the previous year. And anticipating the year that lies ahead. That God and the psalmist is declaring that God. You, you've crowned this year with abundance. And even the hard times, even the hard paths can overflow with the abundance of what you have for us and what you have done. You know, maybe for some this morning, in preparation for this new year and launching this new year, for some, you may need to take a time and take a moment to confess a sin or something that happened in 2012 that needs to be dealt with before you move into the new year of 2013. You know, maybe it's a a forgiveness, someone that you need to forgive. Maybe someone has hurt you and, and you're needing to just lay that down and surrender it to God and ask God to forgive them. Maybe there's some other areas of selfishness, jealousy, things like that that have, been, that have held you. And you need to take time, maybe even before you leave this morning, 
a time to just say, God, I need to walk into the new year of 2013 and I need to walk into it as a new year, laying down the things of the past. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through 14 in the New Living Translation. Listen to what Paul said to the Philippian church and says to us this morning. A challenge to each one of us here this morning. Let me read it to you. It says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved all these things or that I've already reached perfection. How many of you would agree with that one? It doesn't doesn't mean that I'm perfect. But he goes on to say, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. Paul's purpose is, I'm going to press on. I'm going to press on to possess the perfection, Jesus, that you have possessed for me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past. Forgetting the past. Nudge the person next to you and say to them, forget the past. Would you do that for me? Forgetting the past. All right? Looking forward to what lies ahead. Looking forward to what lies ahead. Paul says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. The Message Bible says it this way. I'm not saying that I have all of this together. And and I have it made. But I'm well on my way reaching out for Christ. Church, family, if you purposing in your heart today, this first Sunday of 2013, that you are going to be reaching out, reaching out to Christ, reaching out to take hold of His hand, reaching out to Him, reaching out for what He has. And it goes on to say that who has so wondrously reached out for me? Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. Is that your confession this morning? I'm off and running. God, I'm heading there. I'm taking you by the hand. I'm reaching out to you. I'm going to fulfill the call and purpose that you have placed on my life. I'm going to lay aside the things that have caused me no longer to to, to try to get my focus off of you. I'm going to lay those down. I'm going to take hold of your hand. And I am going to take off running and not turn back. Looking forward to what lies ahead. Now, I'm not a fortune teller. I don't know what lies ahead. But I can, exactly of, in your life and in my life in detail, there are some things that I believe God's word tells us about what lies ahead that I want to quickly highlight for us this morning. Things that lies ahead for us in this year of 2013. No matter what your 2012 looks like. The first one is God's presence lies ahead. God's presence. Joshua said it this way. He said that God says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Did you hear me? Did you hear that? Did you hear God say that this morning to you? Do you hear the Holy Spirit drilling that deep into your heart and your life? God is saying to you this morning, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God's presence is what lies ahead. You know what else lies ahead? God's power lies ahead. Ephesians says, to him who is able to do more than I can ask or imagine, according to his power. God's power is what lies ahead. 
This year of 2013, you needing God's power to work in your life in some way? God's promises that lies ahead. Even more than you can ask, even more than you can imagine. What about God's direction that lies ahead? The psalmist said it very clearly. He said that the word of God is a lamp to my feet, a light to my pathway. God wants to give us the direction that we need. He wants to show us the way. He wants to reveal himself to us. He wants to show and let the light of his truth, the light of his purpose, the light of his heart shine on our pathway. So his direction lies ahead for us. God's provision lies ahead for us. No matter what 2012 looked like. God's provision lies ahead for us. Again in Philippians it says, He will meet all your needs according to his riches in glory. He will meet, God will meet all your needs. God's provision that lies ahead for us. Maybe you want to fill in the blank there. Maybe you want to add something else. God's what? lies ahead for you. God's what? Fill that in. Lies ahead for you. You know, another passage of Scripture that talks about the old and the new and this passing on the old year, moving into the new year, and what God has for us. The second Corinthians chapter five seventeen and the New Living Translation it says this This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, the new has begun. The old is gone, new person, new life, newness. That I can stop and say, God, as I belong to you, as I give myself to you, as I surrender to you, as I love you, as I serve you, as I walk in your truth. God, the truth of the matter is, as I choose you, I am a new creation. I am a new person. The old... It's gone. You know, sometimes we look back at the old and we can remember what things used to be like or what we were like at times. All right? And we allow that to cause us to get tangled up and be tripped up. But you know when God looks at you, if you've come to God and you've repented of your sin and you ask God to forgive you of a sin and, and you ask the blood of Jesus to cleanse you, you are covered by the blood of Jesus. And when God looks down at you, He no longer sees that sin, that weakness, but he sees what his son did when he died on that cross for you and set you free. It's as though you have never, ever sinned. New person, new life, old gone, new is here. We belong to Christ. Church, what do you belong to? Friend, who do you belong to? Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 10 says it in this way, talking again about this newness of life. Going from the past 2012 into 2013, he says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done, so none of us can boast about it. Now listen to this, church. Listen to this, family. All right? For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ. He's created us anew. You're his masterpiece. God's masterpiece. God's creation. God's recreation. Being recreated. 2013, God's new you. Created in Christ. Created in all that he's purposed and planned for us. In closing, the last scripture I want to just share with you. You would have seen it on the screen as we had that transition this morning. 
But of course, you can't start a new year out without this scripture being mentioned and challenged with and highlighted. And that, of course, is the passage out of Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Again, reading out of the New Living Translation. God says this. God says this to you. Not to, only to me. He says this. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good. But God, you don't really know what I've done. You don't know what I'm thinking. You don't even know what... Oh, yeah? God still says, they are plans for good and not for disaster. They're to give you a future and a hope. Family, church, those are God's plans for you. Those are the truth for what's ahead of us in 2013. That is part of the challenge and what we need to take hold of and embrace and walk into this new year. 2012, good or bad? Good, bad, or ugly. But we do know that God is there walking with us into 2013 and will continue to do so as we reach out and take hold of his hand and walk that out with him.